in yes. one throat to choke. There's like one individual at the very top and they're ultimately in charge of all leadership decisions. Yeah. But that's actually a bad way to structure your, your, your team. Everyone needs to be responsible for some element of leadership, but no one can, can become a leader unless they know which direction the ship is heading. Welcome to the Strategy with Jason podcast. Tune in for everything you need to know to stay in the know regarding the automotive industry. Here's your host, Jason Harris. Hey, 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 what's going on, Podcast Nation? It is Jason Harris here, and thank you for joining me on another episode of Strategy with Jason. Today, I have the infamous, I mean famous. Very well, <laughs> sure. I have That's an amazing so individual yeah. with me today. I have the one and only Lori Foster. Lori, how are you doing? Good, man? Jason. It's so good to see so you. So good to see you. It's like I'm in Canada, and I just started looking for you the second I got off the plane. Did you? Where's you're Jason? Like, Where's Has anybody the guy seen in the him? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're here in Toronto at yes. uh, the Used Car Week, which is cool. So excited to be here. So excited. There's been so some cool excited. sessions. You got a cool session. We're going to talk a little bit about your cool session. But hey, before we get into your session, though, you know I love kicking off these podcasts with a little origin story, A, because I'm always fascinated, and I think everybody out there watching and listening an is fascinated. An orange story? Origin. Or an origin Did I say orange? Story. I just did wanted I, did I to say, say that because I thought that was Okay. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> Lori, how did you get started in this crazy little world we call the automotive industry? A million years ago, somebody convinced me to sell cars. And I will go get that guy. We can go get him <laughs> together. They're still around. Awesome. And I saw a, I'll just, in a nutshell, I saw a bigger, better future than anything else I had ever seen, even though I'd had some neat things happen in the past. So uh, good days, bad days, I stuck it out and have taken the ride from retail to vendor side, back around again, worked for some of the biggest companies, and then I started my own. <laughs> so that's and then I and you got I, it and under, I know you. You, got, you got it in your blood, didn't you? It's in your blood, isn't it? Yes. It's under. It was under your skin at one point. Then it transitioned in your blood, and now there's no way of ever getting it out, right? And now it's in my soul. Now it's in your oh, soul. Is that beautiful? Oh, there we it's, go. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's not just in my heart. It's in my soul. It's <laughs> so cool. Because a heart could stop. That's right. But your soul just goes. Just keeps going. <laughs> just keeps going. I love it. I love it. Good analogy. There we go. I'm gonna steal it from you. Um, hey, you got a cool session coming up tomorrow. Yes. Right. We're talking a little bit about before we start recording today. You know, yep. get back to basics. You know, there's definitely been some uh, process fluctuality between how well it's being executed and what's being executed. You know, it's definitely times like these we see who the real operators out there are and who the ones that are just kind of like getting by by they're getting by some OEMs are getting some inventory some aren't getting some inventory some dealers are already going back to bad practices of races to the bottom all kinds of stuff going but you got a cool session tell us a little bit about your session tomorrow so if I can say it right because it's alliteration but with an <laughs> S so that's hard seven secret success strategies it's our insider stuff I love it. so it's like the stuff that I go in when I'm busting apart dealership groups or companies like even like yours where I go yep. in and find out where everything that's going on and um, we're going to take the ride from starting with leadership alignment I'll give you all a hint I'll give you yes, a hint. please leadership alignment right and then taking a look at like who are our partners and why are they our partners and what is this bi-directional relationship that I talk about all the time and then we're going to talk about the competition we're going to talk about today's consumer your teams how important they are Mm -hmm. And um, marketing, revolutionary marketing, break the mold marketing. Wow, man. So we're You're going to cover all, all kinds seven of stuff. Seven 
insider strategies, right? <laughs> Not one or two. Seven insider strategies. All right. Yep. All right. If you were to pick any one of those seven, what do you think is most relevant right now? I know they're all important, but yep. what is most relevant right now? Leadership alignment. Ooh, good one. Leadership alignment, because right now, what we've done in this good ish economy that we've had this like record amounts of profits on record low amounts of sales we haven't built customer base up mm -hmm. so we don't have that so right now everyone's in their corner thinking i'm doing a good job over here and fixed i'm doing a good job so we've lost the cohesion and it's going to be time to buckle up and be ready for what's next and so everybody's been sort of feasting at their own table but we got to get everybody to the same table now and start making plans for the future. And a lot of dealers are trying to scale. You can't scale if you don't have leadership alignment and processes and systems in place. Well, let's, I love that. And you're 100% right. Like leadership alignment, I think for any company out there, no matter the size. See, I think a lot of yeah. times people think of leadership alignment and they're like, yeah, but I'm not that big of a company, you know. It's Even like, more important. Exactly, right? Like it's like, you know, uh, you know, dad built the dealership and I took it over and, you know, my brother Bill works in the service department. My sister, you know, Susan is the account man administrator, you know, like, yep. but, but, but no, I mean, no one sits back and clearly defines to the entire team who is in charge of leadership and what portion of the leadership are they in charge of? Because it's not just one leader fits all in a lot of cases. No. So let's talk a little bit about that. How do we, how, how do we do that? How do we structure that? So I use a book that's the color of your tie. It's called Traction. I like um, that book, by actually. Gina it's a great book. Scaling Up <laughs> is another book that's very similar. But we start first with like, what is it that's the most important thing or things that we're, we need to be doing? Get everyone aligned on that. And then everyone sees their place in helping make mm -hmm. that, move that needle, move those rocks, if you will. But also, very often we have companies in automotive where the visionary is in charge, but especially in dealership groups, the visionary is the owner, is the everything, and the structure is like, it's him, and then way down here there's some other people. Yep. We need better infrastructure and superstructure around them to make it happen. More people with more empowerment, not just everybody's got to go to Jason yes. for everything. You know, there are a lot of people to share that burden and also share the joy of leading and building teams and creating results. Well, I, I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up because I think a lot of times when people think of leadership alignment, there's like there's like one choke to throat or right. one throat to choke. That's what I was trying to say. Yes. One throat to choke. There's like one individual at the very top and they're ultimately in charge of all leadership decisions. Yeah. But that's actually a bad way to structure your, your, your team. Everyone needs to be responsible for some element of leadership, but no one can, can become a leader unless they know which direction the ship is heading. And I know that's one of the first steps because we were talking about the book Traction and yep. I love the book Traction. And I know it's a big part of the book Traction is first defining where are we going Where together? are we going? Yes. Because we can even set, like we could all just sit here and decide, shoot, we're in Toronto right now. We're going to go over to the East Coast. We're all, go we're all going to go to Europe, right? Yep. But if we all take off and we do not point the same, like we're all going to Lisbon, let's say we're all heading over to Portugal. But if we don't sharpen our focus and everyone set their compasses straight, all of these boats are going to, I mean, someone's going to be in Morocco, someone's mm -hmm. going to be in Iceland. Some people might never leave Toronto <laughs> or New York Harbor. I guess that we're shooting That's off right. in the wrong place, but hey, we've got the, you know, the waterway. But, but right, so everybody's got to be like laser focused, not just that we're going. We're exactly, we're in agreement, we're equipped, and, um, and we're checking in. 
Well, so, and I think that's one of the biggest yeah. mistakes a lot of us make is we don't get that far, is we don't get to that place where um, we are openly talking about collectively as a group, as a dealership, right. all right, why are we doing, look, everybody knows what we do. Like everybody that works within a dealership knows what they do, all right? They either sell or service metal in some way or form, okay? Right. They all probably for the most part know how they do it. Right. Either loosely or very well documented, hopefully, but there's probably for the most part they know how to do it. Why they do it the way they do it is never clearly defined. At right. least I don't, I, I would probably say maybe less than 10% of the time do I find the why is clearly defined. No, it's and it's typically because, and I, with all due respect, but it's typically, typically because it's the way we did it. It's yeah. the way I learned it, <laughs> so it's the way I do it, and it's the way I tell other people to do it, even though those people are saying, yeah, but there's a different thing going on out here, and we don't want to like ruin somebody's legacy over really outdated <laughs> dinosauric practices. So... Yeah, we've got to just stop and say, you know, what is possible now? Like, what are the opportunities now? Mm -hmm. If I could start this all from scratch today, how would I build a dealership? Not, well, you know, but my grandpa always said, and, you know, when he shows up at the dealership, he doesn't want to see that. It's like, Grandpa, get on a boat, hit a golf course, <laughs> bye. But, but, but that's, but that's yeah. truly a yes. good indicator of who a good operator is and who isn't, right? Right. Like, there are a lot of operators out there that will just continue to operate the business the way it's up always operated they don't come in they don't define what their north star is all right, right. they don't set up a team of leaders that can actually effectively uh, bring a team of other people into that north star it's a big thing so look yeah. i love that one so i'm glad i'm gonna definitely gonna you know you me i'm gonna be first i'm gonna be front row hackling the whole time okay that's perfect um, <laughs> i can use that out of the seven we got time for one more so out of the seven what is one other one that you think needs is very very relevant and needs to be talked about right now Break the mold marketing. Mm, okay. Let's I know. Go, you're yeah. like, wait, wait, I'm a marketing guy, right? I know. I don't know so, if I this what one. we have is we have all of these customers that we either have, have had, or are trying to get. And we go after them to sell them a car. Yes. We just punch them in the face over and over again with, buy a car from me, right? <laughs> exactly. Buy a car from me, buy a car from me. And when they don't buy a car from you, you're like, that guy was. So stupid. What a punk. <laughs> yeah, he was a punk. He couldn't probably get bought anyway. Yes. We're really into like our, he never our car He never right responded <laughs> to any of my emails. We're like right back in the thick of it here. You know, it's a dead deal. It's a yeah. loss. All of those things, rather than looking at that customer as the lifetime customer that they mm -hmm. can be, the part of your community, like talk to them about what you're going to be doing in the community, the event that's happening. Like I was just at a dealership that just did a huge fundraiser last week, but they weren't, nobody's talking about it to anybody, right? And so it's like, let, let people know what your dealership's like and all the things it could do. Um, you and I have talked about tires before. Yes. Tires, <laughs> accessories, like every dealer out there is grossly underselling accessories. In a huge way. Every dealer, every dealer is grossly underselling tires yes. because they don't talk about because they're not thinking about that. There's a point in the cycle where that's that might be the gateway mm -hmm. for that customer to get into buying, or even if they only ever service their car at your store, you want them. 100%. But we so we don't initiate. We only have one initiation point typically at the dealership, and that's the customer reaches you. We don't reach the we they reach us. Mm -hmm. about a car that we have or we don't have that they can or they can't afford or they do or they don't like. And then we just typically, because it doesn't work out 90% of the time, we just blow them off with some 
maybe fabricated. Well, we treat every ongoing. customer the same. We treat Everybody's every customer the same. the same. Like everyone fits into a singular mold, right? right. Like, and what we do, and you're 100 percent right. Like, you know, to your point, we market at the customer, not to the customer. Yep. Right. So that that's a fundamentally different mindset, right? When I have to actually market to you know to the customer, not at the customer, that means I actually have to know something about them. And even all these people right now that 100%. say they've got an AI product, they're AI. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm only going to try to upset like 14 different companies right 100%. now. 100%. But their AI is still just using a slightly refined approach to talking to customers. Well, I, look, I'm then, actually I'm actually glad going, that you brought up the, a, the AI right the AI uh, topic because you know um, I've actually heard a fair amount of people here talking about it, and I, and I think that for the dealer body out there, there's a fundamental kind of misunderstanding of what AI is. So look, AI can be used at any different given point, right. all right, within the engagement or communication strategy. Um, I, I, I honestly think it's a big waste to try to use that type of technology up front because here, here's what I find in our industry, right? Uh, salespeople are actually really good at bat. Like mm -hmm. they'll step up to the plate. All right. right, and they'll they'll aim for the outfield, and they will swing, and they will swing hard that swing first time. That first time they will swing hard. Now, if they don't connect the first time they swing, that's when you start to see this kind of like, uh, oh no, really they didn't get back to me. Oh, I just sent them a great email and they didn't follow up. Oh my gosh, what am I? You know, it's like you start to see this come down, right? I actually think AI in our industry, from an engagement perspective, actually has more to do with the 30, 60, 90 days. Right. of actual follow-up that requires to get someone to connect with them. You know, like, uh, you know, someone... But smart follow-up, not follow -up. just persistent. Exactly, smart, smart, smart follow-up. Yes. To your point, like you were saying earlier, it's to the customer, not at the customer, you know? Right. So I, I recently bought a, a Hyundai Palisade for my wife, okay? The salesperson followed up with me three times before giving up, okay? That was a I, lot. I was, it was. Given today. Right? <laughs> Honestly, I, and, and I finally, finally got back to them, and they're like, oh my gosh. I, I, I didn't think you were ever going to respond back to me. Right. And I said, honestly, man, I was just busy. Right. I was traveling. Like everybody. I was in between stuff. You know, like, you know, and it's like you were in like one of like 1,700 different emails that I could not find. You know, so I'm just now getting back to you. But look, I love the fact you're I'll get off my soapbox. But but to your point, that it does come back to doing it for the, for the customer, not necessarily at the customer. And that's yep. the fundamental difference. Yeah. And a lot of these tools, it's just they're throwing more at it, removing... The BDC interaction, the unpredictability of those behaviors, Which is a rather shame. than rather than saying we just need to learn how to talk to people better yeah. right from day one. We just need to learn how right. to talk we, to people, we, connect yes, with scripts people. Scripts are done, you know, and all of this. So uh, AI is um, it's as good as your intentions for using you it. Know, I'm gonna throw something at you because I've been thinking about this, and it's like kind of like I've been arguing with myself. You ever argue with yourself sometimes? I try not to do it out loud. Okay, I mean, <laughs> unless you're in the car, right? I, yeah. Sometimes we're in the car, I'll argue with myself I mean, out loud. Sure. <laughs> it's like, so, like, someone asked me the other day, they're like, you know, is relationship selling dead? And is that a bad thing? And I was like, well, hold on a second. You know, look, when I first started selling cars, it was. That should, but that's the way I just, that's the only way I knew how to do it. Right. I built a relationship, that's how I sold. But I look at the way I buy things today. Do I buy it because of the relationship that I generate with that with that individual company? No. No. It's the experience I generate with that company ultimately defines if I'm going to continue to do business with them, not necessarily the relationship. So I'd love to get your thoughts. This will be my last question. I know we're running out of time. But, the, you know, do you believe that experience trumps relationship? I'm going to say it <laughs> like this. Because that's kind of... It's a tough one. It, well, there's a dual edge to this, but it's not a sword. 
experience speaks to how the company does business. Yes. And a relationship can be won and lost. Like, you like that person, but there could be hundreds or thousands of people sure. there. I don't need to have relationships because in yeah. our business, we, I, I need to know that I'm going to have a consistent experience. It doesn't even need to be amazing. I just It needs to be predictable yes. and not awful. 100%. It doesn't have to be great. Predict, just predictable and not full of challenges and hurdles and delays. Just like, don't I just don't yeah. suck, right? No, but it's yeah. true though. It's, don't it's suck. don't suck. Yeah. You know, uh, th th this Hyundai Palisade I just recently purchased, right? Yep. One of the experiences that I thought were very cool and what propelled me through the uh, buying process was I went online, I built and priced the vehicle, reach out to the dealership, and I said, look guys, this is the vehicle I'm looking at. You know, can you send me over a quote? Expecting that that quote was going to be far different from what I built on online. It was to the penny exactly the same. Wow. And, and at that moment, I was like, oh, How did okay, that here's my credit card. Right. Like, because it was just, I was prepared for something that is right? So it, it, was, it was that experience. It didn't get in my way. It totally removed the entire friction out of it. I was like, wait a second. So, what the manufacturer says I should be buying this vehicle is exactly what you're quoting me right now? Here's my card? So, I'll, I'll tag something on here because I think it's relevant. I did, I've done thousands of phone trainings in mm -hmm. my life. Assume that when that customer tells you what they believe them, they, they say that they're interested in something, it may not wind up being that exact thing or they can't afford. Assume that they have a need and just get out of their way. That's it. Like, just let, get out of their way. Let them reveal it. We throw so many things, obstacles, hurdles, um, time delays, reasons why not, trickery, like just... Let them buy a car to say if the way you they could, want to do it. If you could write it out the way that you want right now, mm -hmm. I would ask this question. Here's a good one. Here's a good one. Like Jason, in a perfect world, all things being equal, you can afford it. You and your wife agree. Everything. How do you? How would you want this car transaction to go? Yeah, just, just easy. Just ask them. That's it. Just ask them. That's it. That is a foster strategies. There's exclusive. a foster strategies. <laughs> Look, I, 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 right here I, on the fly. <laughs> I know. I know. We could go for a little bit, for quite a bit longer, actually. Um, but I will end it there. Um, I'm so excited to see your session tomorrow. Thank you. And I'm so excited to see you in Toronto. Um, I love every time we get to hang out. It's so much fun. But hey, for everybody out there watching and listening right now, who would love to connect with you and follow along with your journey, what's the best way to do so? LinkedIn, it's like clearly that's my village. I have 24,000 followers there. Um, Lori, L-A-U-R-I-E, Lori Foster at LinkedIn. Um, otherwise, every everything else is slower. <laughs> that's, <laughs> so, the, that's the fastest way. And one of your friends is my friend already. So just go ahead and jump on that. There you go. Thank you, Lori, so much oh, for taking the time. Pleasure. Thank you, This was Jason. so much fun. I appreciate great it. great to see you. Thanks for tuning in to the Strategy with Jason podcast with your host, Jason Harris. Don't want to miss new content? Be sure to check out the full podcast library at strategywithjason.com to stay in the know. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Happy podcasting.